Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is. Welcome to it, a Wednesday. Oh, don't, don't ask me. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. I think I had a little stroke uh, to kick the show off tonight. I need to mouth the mouth. Uh, anyway, hello. Welcome to it. Yeah, the World Cup kicks off tomorrow night. Here are all the action live on SEN and the SEN app. Uh, Scott Sattler, hello. Welcome to Sports Thank Day. you very much, Woogie. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I didn't realise, again, stupidly, um, I love my cricket. And I've been so wrapped up in what's going on with the NRL at the moment and the merry-go-round, what's going on with the West Tigers, whatever it may be, but mm. also the Women's World Cup, the FIFA Women's World Cup, that I've completely, again, forgotten that the – Fourth test starts tonight. Very, very sure soon. Does. Catch yeah. that action live on SEN and the SEN app as well. Just getting back to the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, every game of the FIFA Women's World Cup will be broadcast live on the SEN app. Mm. So you're not going to miss a moment if you uh, – maybe you're following uh, the Brazilians. Maybe you're a big fan of Brazilians and maybe you're a Brazilian. You can hear your team live in action on the SEN app. So – uh, speaking of which, uh, the test match tonight on the SEN app, uh, SEN commentator Barat Sundarajan catches up with uh, Aussie captain Pat Cummins. They, I hope they didn't use any electricity in this interview. Exactly, exactly. And now if you could follow outside of being the Australian support supporters for the World Cup, mm. if you could follow one country, what would it be? And be part of their supporter base. Brazil. Why? Because same colours. Okay, yeah. Green well, and gold. Are they blue, green and blue? No, they're green and gold, green Brazil. And gold, yeah, they? yeah. Mm. It's, I, what about you? Who would you follow? You'd, it'd be some European country. Probably it? Spain. Yeah, good. Yeah, good wouldn't mind Spain. Yeah. I mean, the smart money says USA. Jeez, I hope we. I don't know if it's possible. I haven't looked at the draws. I haven't. Don't, that's tomorrow's draw. Okay, I'm if gonna, I ask you this question. Yeah. Which country would you follow their fan base yeah. based on purely their food? Mine be Italy. Yeah, see that. Mm. Greece. Well, Brazilian barbecue. Yeah, I love a good Brazilian barbecue. They're yeah, good. Just meat They're on the original meat. smokers. Well, they... What? Yeah. What do you mean? As in Bob Marley? Yeah. Or you mean like <laughs> meat smokers? Meat smokers. Actually, that doesn't make sense either. You know yeah. what I mean? The cookers. Cookers. Um, oh. Anyway, uh, I can't wait for it. It's going to be a great one. Actually, we're doing a... Uh, in the office, in the SEN office tomorrow, we're doing a uh, sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. $5. You get, a, you get a country. Winner yep. takes all. You don't include us in that, do you, Rat and I? No, no, because well, Rat only does two days. Yeah, we a week. just get forgotten about. And you, you still owe me thirty dollars. What was that for? For um, oh, Lotto, Lotto. Yeah. yeah. So until Lotto you that pay that won. back, until you, but you don't get your money back. It's not guaranteed, Scott. And you earn a squillion, ladies and gentlemen. I've never seen a bloke make so much money. That's a lot out of Sports Day. <laughs> like he's got new cars every week. A brand new Kia every week, this bloke. Mm. Pay up your 30 bucks, you bum. Hey, quickly, before we go to a break, yes. uh, Georgie Piggins inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame yeah. today. I know you've Exciting. had a bit to do with George Piggins. I love the man. He, you know, so passionate about South Sydney. Sometimes that got in the way of progress, but it was all from a good place. Um, your dad marched with him. Your dad had a lot to do with him, mate. What, what's your what's your great memory of George uh, as he gets inducted into the NRL Hall of Fame? Yeah, to be quite honest, um, but my mother and I got an invitation two weeks ago to attend today for the NRL Hall of Fame, which we couldn't attend. Obviously, you've got to be on the show tonight. And um, but I, I ridiculously and stupid, stupidly thought he was already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, wow. Because 
he deserved to be in the Hall of Fame for his service to rugby league. Not only for what he did off the field for South Sydney, uh, he stumped up a lot of his money. Now, he's a very wealthy man, George Piggins, and has been for many, many years. Um, and he stumped up a lot of his own money to try and get South Sydney, the, the barrister and lawyer bills, the court costs, to try and get South Sydney back into the competition. He took on the biggest media organisation in the world mm. and won. Mm. Not many people get to do that. No, no. So uh, he's a great man off the field, but most importantly, a really good man on the field as well, a tough competitor. He played in the 1971 grand final with South when they beat St. George Dragons. And th- this guy is not only tough on the field, he's a tough negotiator off the field, as loyal as they would come. Just mm. so loyal. When I used to speak to my dad about George, Dad used to always say, if I was going to a street fight and I had to take two people with me, one of them was George would be the first phone yeah, call. Wow. Yeah, there so uh, Yeah, tremendous guy and much well-deserved as well. He's he's not of great health at the moment, George. So I'm, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that they've been able to induct him into the Hall of Fame while he can still enjoy the moment. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Righty, I've got to go to a break. This is uh, Sports Day. Uh, when we come back, Barat Sundaraisen, SEN's Barat Sundaraisen, catches up with Aussie cricket captain Paddy Cummins. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Pat Cummins, uh... You've been away from uh, everything for a while. Uh, just uh, how was the break and was it a good break? Uh, you know, where the series was and a big series like this, you know? Yeah, it was great. Um, went up and visited uh, my wife's family. So stayed with them for four or five days, a few home-cooked meals. Um, yeah, didn't feel like a cricket tour, which is great. So I feel really refreshed and recharged and ready for the last two. Uh Good home-cooked meals? Like, uh, what are we talking about here? Do they have to be, like, diet-conscious? Like, it's still a big Ashes series going on. <laughs> uh, I'm not very diet-conscious at the best of times. Um, no, a couple of Thai green curries. Um, it's one of my wife's specialties. Uh, that's about it, yeah. Wasn't that exciting. And, like, so I, I, have you, like, switched back on? Like, you know, you had a big training session today. You had a look at the pitch. Uh, just looking forward to the, uh, the next test starts tomorrow. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, everyone got away, which was great, but we all came back together yesterday and um, everyone's straight into cricket mode. You know, batters are out there batting for hours. They're loving it. Um, so, yeah, we're all, you know, really excited. Two big games. Obviously, one win away from winning the series, so everyone's pretty pumped. Uh, so, have you had, like, time to just reflect on Headingley uh, because the break came right after? Um, and what... You know the little things that could have gone your way because you did run them close, even though you know you're defending 251. I had a little bit of a think about it. Um, you know, to be honest, not not too much. I didn't think we played our best. Um, you know, I thought they they outplayed us. So it was in some ways, um, you know, getting as close as we did was was probably um, you know should take confidence out of that. Um, so now I think we've all played enough that you know when you you know the little things you need to improve on and. Yeah, it's good to have a freshen up and then really focus in for these last two. Uh, I mean, when we got to Headingley, even two days out, there was live grass on the pitch. It looked greenish, and even once the test started, this looks a little different. I don't think it's as dry as Hedge Bastion, but you had a closer look at it. What do you make of it? Yeah, it's a bit of grass, but it's yeah, not as green as Headingley. Um, I think there's been quite a bit of rain here the last week or so, so it's been under covers, but it's, yeah, it looks like good wicket. Um, yeah, I Again, I don't really know what to expect up here, um, but you know, just having a quick look at it, it looks like it's firm and a good wicket. 
Uh, Cam Green's uh, been out there batting, bowling. Uh, so he's back in the mix, I guess. Uh, Josh Hazelwood is back. Uh, a few selection questions going into tomorrow. Yeah, both those guys are available. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll um, you know sit down together tonight or tomorrow as a uh, you know coaching and kind of selections um, meeting, and you know the selectors will make the call. So uh, yeah, it's it's good to have a full platter of players available to, to choose from. Everyone's fit, and um, yeah, whoever's picked, I'm sure will do a great job. Um, there's been a lot of talk about like fitting in both all-rounders uh, as captain um, obviously it's out of your hands but do you see that happening I mean can you see a circumstance where it does happen and say you don't play the spinner oh yeah I think all options are open um, so yeah they're, they're kind of things that you discuss um, you know I think when you get into details of you know how you'd use bowlers um, in what situations that's kind of normally helps with clarity of you know who the final um, batting or bowling lineup ends up being uh, and just finally, I mean, it's here that the, the Ashes were retained. If you win here, you win the series the first time since 2001. Uh, you say you don't have much, you're not someone who remembers test matches too fondly, but what do you remember from four years ago? And, uh, you know, just looking forward to what you could be in that position in, what, three, four days from now? Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember specific moments other than kind of the last wicket, but... Um, and I remember last series, I felt like we'd played well but didn't have a lot to show for it. We played well at Lords at times. That was drawn, played well at Headlingley, and obviously um, that lost that one. So I just remember getting really late in the day and feeling like it was, you know, another opportunity was slipping us by. So to, to get the final few wickets and, um, and retain it was just really, really satisfying. Oh, it's just one fine question, uh, footy question, of course. Yeah, you've got a uh, uh, former footy manager with you, Stuart Dew. So uh, just w- what's it been like having him around and uh, uh, what kind of chats have you had with him? Uh, I've just said g'day to him. Um, so I'm sure I'll chew his ear off um, after this. But he's, uh, yeah, good to have him over here. He's, a lot of our boys absolutely love footy, so... I'll be talking non-stop to him. I'm not sure we'll get a word in. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's been around the team a few times in the past and um, knows a few of the guys really well. So good to have him over here. Beautiful. Go well, back. Thank you. Cheers. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Certainly is. Welcome back to it. Thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Got some news for you, some positive news for the Tigers. They've secured the uh, secured deals for the brothers Fainu. Yeah, great players, the Fainu brothers. I shouldn't say great players. They are potentially very, very good rugby league players. What's Fainu their boys. background? It's it's Latu and uh, Samuela. Samuela. Yeah, so one is a front row, second row. Samuela, who's played, he's played first grade already as an 18-year-old, back rower. But he is Payne Haas-like. Right. The way he's built and the amount of work rate he gets through. And Latu is a number seven, number six. Now, these two guys was signed to Manly. Latu, the 5'8". So they Manly Juniors? Well, I'm not sure whether they're Manly Juniors, right. but Latu himself was signed to the biggest deal for a teenager. And what I, is that? I'm led to believe that at 18 years of age, yeah, eight, I think he's 18, yeah, 18 years of age, 
I think he's on something like 380000 390000 a year. Hasn't played a first-grade game. Paying him purely on potential. Now, they're really good players. Really, really good players. What other players have been paid on potential? A lot of players have been paid on potential. But haven't made it. Can you think of any? Hold that. Think about it. Okay. Come back to me. Um, Eels hooker Josh, Josh Hodgson is out for the year with a, a, a season-ending neck injury. and Just 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 quickly on the, yeah. the, the Fainu brothers. Yeah. Um, the Tigers securing them is a massive step forward for the Tigers. Huge. Right. Yep. It, it, it's massive because Manly had to let them go. People are saying, why would you let Latu go? He's a potential superstar in the halves. But they had to because they're taking up too much of the salary cap. Their salary cap is an absolute mess. Even as an untried Manly. player, he's taking up too much room in the salary cap. $400,000. And he hasn't Come played on. first grade. But to go to the Tigers, Sounds where like they where they have got room to fit him in, he he actually he fixes their halves problem next year with Luke Brooks going. How's he going in the, the knock-on effect cup? Is yeah, he's he, got, he played in the under-19s state of origin last week. Both of them were really good okay. for New South Wales. Sorry, keep going again. Yeah, no, I was going to say, um, uh, Dolphins prop Jared Wallace was successful last night at the judiciary. Oh, so that yeah. surprises me. But uh, it didn't surprise me because I, I remember talking to you and Rap just quickly off air last night going, I, I, I still didn't see him hit the head. And how could he wrap his arms around? Because there's players everywhere. Yeah. That was his defence. But, but the, the biggest question is... I know it's going to be, yeah, is what, Tino and the Titans, why didn't they challenge theirs? Like, he's copped three weeks. What's an extra one week? Well, yeah, as Rat had said throughout the week, their season could be finished in three weeks. So, Particularly no Jamin Jolliffe either. They had to roll the dice, the yeah. Titans. I think this is a really naive decision by the Titans to not fight it because what they haven't understood is that when Jared Wallace goes in there, and he states his case and his defence, and his defence lawyer does also, they're doing it to three ex-players who, if you can present it and deliver it and make them put themselves in the moment when they were players, mm. you're going to get off every day of the week. But I saw it live, and I didn't think much of it. In fact, they didn't even bin him for it. Now, I, I thought he was probably going to get suspended based on priors because yeah. he's got form for Oh, he's a crook. Shoulder charges. <laughs> He's got he's got form for us. So I thought they might have rubbed him out to get to say, yeah, you got to work on your technique, Jared. But yep. but I think this highlighted not so that he got so much that he got off. I think it highlighted more that the Titans are really naive in the way they handled Tino. Jeez, they're not having a good run, the Titans, are they? It, it's a bad decision. Again, oh, who thing. made that decision? Who decided not to fight it? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Don't know. I, uh, it's like the clauses in the contract. Who made that decision? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say that. Who allowed yeah. Burley Bears to go to the Brisbane Broncos? Who oh. allowed that decision? All right. Okay. Stop. Oh. Uh, the local business, the values having yours. That's why the trade trust might attend. Uh, break time. When we come back, we've got a news update. Thanks to our mates at Polaris. This is Sports Day. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to a time for a news update. Thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. The FIFA Women's World Cup has arrived in Brisbane. Visit fifa.com slash tickets. And, of course, as I said before, every game live on the SEN app. Australia will kick off their World Cup campaign against Ireland tomorrow night 
8 o'clock in Sydney, 85,000 people expected. They're actually basing themselves in Queens at the moment. So if you're hang, hanging around South Bank, you'll run into the Matildas. They mm. are staying there and training around Brisbane. I love the way that – I know it's a World Cup, but I love the way that this Matilda side is becoming such a an integral part of Australian sport because they are a really good side. They've got you know, one of the, the best players, if not the best female player in the world, in Sam Kerr. They've got these – really good up and coming, these young players. And the World Cup, what it does, it exposes a lot of these young players to contracts overseas with Sam Kerr in the in the um, the English Super League over there. So, uh, Premier League, I should say. So, uh, I, I love the way that that this, this side is finally being celebrated. Now, using your home, the home ground advantage is going to be really interesting with this side because to, to play in the biggest crowd – in um, in Matilda's history, standalone game, fifty over fifty thousand people in Melbourne. That was the warm up against France. And the yeah, last Friday, they're yep. going to increase that by thirty thousand people. Yeah, in the space of a week. You know what I'm going to do as well, Sats? What are you going to do? I'm going to sit there with my daughters and watch the game. We're actually looking forward to watching it, and I hope they get to to learn some of the. Apart from Sam Kerr, I hope they get to un, uh, get to learn about other Chuck Fowler. Australian players, yeah. and then they start following them on TikTok and all their social medias, and then all of a sudden, they become you know kind of role models yep. for the girls. So that's what I'm looking for. I to. can't wait to hear the national anthem. Oh, stop it! That'd be great. Polaris Centre Financial Year dealers have been extended to the 31st of July. Get up to three thousand dollars free accessories on Polaris ranges. This is Sports Day. Back in a mo. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Certainly is. Welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. The uh, Ashes is not too far away. Day one of the fourth cricket test from Manchester. Do you think it's a – is it a big issue that we're not going in with the spinner, you think? Uh, Well, Travis Head's there. Yeah, true. So he can bowl. Marnus Marnus will be at Cummins. He'll be at Cummins all test. Yep. Saying, give us a bowl, Skipper. Give yep. us a bowl. Like, I'll tell you what, he's actually not a bad bowl. Travis oh, Head actually, Travis Head actually is not too bad. First time we've gone into a test without a spinner for about 117 tests. It was about 2011. And that's fair. When you've got the best spinner or top two best spinners in the world, mm. you naturally, there's been a lot of pitches over the years that you would have never played a spinner unless it was Shane Warne, but mm. they still played him because of the the aura factor. And Nathan Lyons got a little bit of that as well. But because yeah. he's not there, I don't think it's such and a because big thing. Todd, you can't throw the ball to Todd Murphy. Well, Pat Cummins probably doesn't have the confidence to throw the ball to, to, to Todd Murphy right now and say, get us a wicket. If you need him to do your algebra, yeah, throw your homework to him because he looks like he knows he'd be a quarter. Some sort of it's mathematician. It's pretty nasty. It's, it, that's bullying, if you ask me. Last time we didn't play a test without a spinner, Nathan mm-hmm. Lyon was 12th man. There you go. It's a long time ago. Ricky Ponning was batting at three. The skipper was Michael Clark. Michael Clark, yeah. So good luck to the Aussies tonight. We'll talk more about that in just the next break as well. But Tim Zhu has revealed his John Wick hit list. What's <laughs> what's For those who don't know much about John Wick. But John Wick is Keanu Reeves in the movie. The There's very about three of them, movies, isn't there? Or yeah. four of them, yep. He's got a hit list of people that he takes out. Right. What? Why does he take them out? Well, he kills them because he's got this vendetta 
what, 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 what caused the vendetta? Well, I think in John Wick 1, right. someone, I think, may have killed his partner or something like that. His so partner as in a boyfriend, girlfriend? Girlfriend. Right. So well, I, think, not, I can't be too sure now. Yeah, so I think he just basically right. just takes out the world. Just because of he, one girl? He's a vigilante. You see, well, Liam no. Neeson, I get it, because someone kidnapped his daughter. <laughs> just because someone kills your miso, does it mean you have to continue on for three other movies? I know, exactly. But uh, because he's not fighting Jamal Charlo, who's now going to fight Canelo Alvarez, which is understandable because he's going to be paid a lot of money to do it, he's now got to find another fight, Tim Zoo. So it looks like he's going to fight this Brian Mendoza, who's an American. He's had about 22 fights, two losses. Good fighter uh, in October. In Australia. But then he's put this hit list together. Now, he wants Charlo. Mm. And then when he gets past Charlo, he wants to go up against Errol Spence Jr., who's fighting in two weeks against Bud Spencer, who's a great fighter. Gennady Golovkin, who's... Wait, wait. Errol Spence Jr. is fighting Bud Spencer. No, Bud Crawford, I should say. Right, okay. Sorry, in two weeks. I was confused. Yeah. yeah. Gennady Golovkin, who's been one of the great fighters, but he's sort of at the end of his, end of his reign. Yep. And then Canelo Alvarez, who... Is one of the greatest of all time. Mm. The redheaded Mexican never fought a redheaded no, Mexican. No, crazy. Yeah. Um, so, is is it because people won't fight the, fight him, or is it just the Tim's who? Or is it the the division he's in? It's a really strong division around that weight category. There's sort of you can go up and down with weights. So they've got better offers, or what? yeah, Charlo's not fighting him because he's going to fight Alvarez and earn big money, as you said, five times yeah, yeah, as much, yeah, which, yeah, is, right. which is smart. So. Um, so he's not ducking him. He's just, it's a financial decision and it's a bigger scalp if he gets him. So, uh, and to be quite honest, Tim Zhu hasn't really, hasn't really positioned himself and locked himself down in America. Right. I think all of his fights from now on need to be in America. So how's this fight against the American Ryan Mendoza helping if it's in Australia? Yeah. I think he should be doing it in America. I think he should bunker down in America like some other Australians have done over the years. And you know, Robbie Peden did it years ago, like 30 years ago and, um, and then Michael Castides did it about 15, 20 years ago. They got world title shots and, and built a really good career in America. I think that's what Zoon is. There's not enough money in Australia. Is Zoo better than all of them? Charlo, I think he'd beat. Errol Spencer, I don't think he would. Golovkin, I think he'd beat now. Alvarez, I think I'd stay as far away from Alvarez as I could. He's that good, is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he was in a fight about a month ago, wasn't he? Canelo Alvarez. Um, Wasn't there a fight in Vegas about a month ago? Remember, I said to you there was the there was the the day before weigh in, and all of a sudden Mike Tyson's singing. <laughs> was that that fight? I can't remember. He was just singing. I go, why? <laughs> I, I sent you a message. Go, Sats. You're not gonna believe this, but I'm watching Mike Tyson singing <laughs> at a weigh in. This is a uh, circus. Uh, it was crazy. Got a break. You know he's got a podcast, Mike Tyson. Yeah. It's called. Bite, bite the mic. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Break time. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. We're just about to go. Uh, before we do, I'm... I'm pumped. I'm super pumped about the fourth test from Old Trafford. Enjoy it while you can because the next Ashes series between the two countries in England has been released. When's that? that for 2027. Five years, yeah, four years. Yeah. Um, and uh, Old Trafford's been left off the list. In fact, any of the northern northern grounds have been left off That's the list. That's weird. That's strange. 
Yeah, oh, well, Stokesy was talking about it. Um, Stokesy? The old mate. Uh, he was, you know, that Kiwi guy who captains England. <laughs> he was, uh, he, he's not happy about it. He's got great cricketers that come out of the north of England. So, so they've been what snubbed. What if it's crowd-wise? Crowd I mean, not, well, it can't, can't be crowd-wise. can't be bigger crowds up there. Big crowds will be down around London and... Maybe financial, maybe mm. uh, bigger corporate dollars. Now, can I ask you, I didn't ask you earlier, 2-1, we lose this test. Obviously, we go down to a decider, the fifth mm-hmm. test. The organisers and marketers would love that scenario. We don't so, want, would, so would we at SEN. We don't want that scenario no. as cricket fans. No. But in saying that, while Stuart Broad is playing for England, mm. would have you included David Warner in such a... We're in such a precarious situation. Yeah, I think you've got to back uh, Warner for the rest of the series. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. I th- yeah. Uh, what I, I can't wait to see it in this game is is the the, the two all rounders. I just I, I can't get my head around that. Um, I think because there was two all rounders, I think it would have been it, it would have been probably a better option to probably open Travis Head. Well, I, I would have, yeah, but then you're really exposing that middle order with two, yeah, two all-rounders. Like, yeah, well, Cameron Green hasn't had a great series, to be quite honest. No, but mm. he gets his chance. I, I, I just can't understand why Matt Renshaw was sent home and, and done very quietly, just sent home. Wouldn't you hate that? You'd, you'd at least love to stay over there, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. and I, I, I think a social organiser. I, <laughs> I would have put him in to the opening position. But and I'm sorry, you can't you can't use Marcus um, Harris anymore. I, I think he's he's averaging 26 with the bat. I just don't think he's a Test player. So be very interesting. Well, if you're chasing runs, you can't. No, especially uh, when Uzi takes a, a while yeah. to get going as well. Yeah. I think. Um, look, the best thing that happened is that Australia wins the series this Test. Warner will still stay around for the fifth Test then, and then I think they're really going to look at him for the summer coming up in Australia. Uh, although it's a weak one, it's, that's the it's, thing. I, I it's don't, Pakistan and West Indies. That's the thing. I don't think it's a concern bringing him home. I don't no. think it's a concern. So, and then, well, but I would use that period to 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 bleed in a new opening batsman, like use a couple of soft suits because then we've got New Zealand in New Zealand in February next year. So that's probably going to be the toughest challenge for Australia. So I would use Pakistan and West Indies to bring try some new opening combinations. Mm. And I reckon, I reckon Matt Renshaw should get a crack. I think he should be the first one. He scored a ton of runs last year, last season in Shield Cricket. Or move head up, move Renshaw in the middle order. So, mm. All right, mate, we've got to go. I can't wait for it. We'll be very tired tomorrow night because tomorrow night we'll have Ashes, the opening game of the Women's World Cup, and, of course, that blockbuster in the NRL, 16th versus 17th, <laughs> the West Tigers and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I'm liking it. Yeah, sh- I'm yeah, loving sure. it. Yeah, great. You're going to love it. All right, got to go. See uh, ya. Have yourself a good one. We'll be back tomorrow night. Good!